I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm fine. (laughs) I'm doing pretty good as well. Uh, Let's see. So for this episode, uh, we're going to talk more about the mom test, which we talked about actually two episodes ago. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's both give a little bit update how things are going, what we're doing. Uh, do you want to start out with that? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm building building playgroup, as we've <laughs> heard a lot of times already on the podcast, um, and I made some great progress with that. I guess um, I talked about the tree problems on the podcast, I think, and it's it's actually not that easy from a developer's perspective. Um, kind of ran into some trouble with building private channels um, and I found it very interesting that companies like Slack they have this Slack.engineering where they, where they talk about some, some very technical stuff and I stole an idea <laughs> or two from there uh, so I'm very appreciative of that um, so hmm. I can basically integrate all their wisdom in my V1 <laughs> um, so you found like a blog or some open like public writing on how they did that? Yeah, they actually when they have interns or just their engineering stuff at some point um, when they when they encounter interesting things they will write about it. And one of the one of the interesting stuff interesting things that I found was basically how they built um, because that's something they built recently uh, was shared channels like that where you can basically have a shared channel between teams. And that's something I was thinking about because if if you want to restrict teams to let's say like ten people or you just wanna don't want to bloat them, that would be pretty awesome. You could basically tell your customers to just make a second team, um, so it, it doesn't get very crowded. <laughs> but you can also share mm-hmm. share basically share channels and threads between between teams. Um, so mm, you can have different cool. product teams or maybe even student groups, and they can still communicate among each other. Um, because it's not going to cost any more money to have have more teams than just this one team. Uh, so yeah, that's that's just something that I that I thought about a lot, and yeah, that just came in very handy to uh, to, to read that article from Slack and how they solved it. Funny enough, it, they were actually going the basically going the same route that I intended to build it. So yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, apart from that. So you didn't need them, really. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was was basically Googling for, like, how would you implement X or how would you architect a feature like that? And it was just the first thing that came up. I was like, huh, why not have a look? (laughs) Yeah. Hmm, That's interesting. So that's mainly what you've been working on, that feature, like that part? Um, That was one of them. I, I basically... I think I'm at a good position right now to almost talk about an MVP. Like, I, I don't know if, how many hours I'm at right now. It's probably, I'm probably going over the 120 already. <laughs> um, but I've, it feels like there is not too much to do anymore. Like, people still need to, I still need to implement, like, let, letting people um, edit their profiles, stuff like that. But that's rather easy to implement, I feel. So I think it's almost at a point where you could show it to people and most of the stuff will just work as intended unless they find bugs, mm-hmm. which which they will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So I think I remember you saying in another podcast that you're planning to spend like 180 hours on playgroup to, you know, to build MVP, to test it out. Where are you at on that? How many hours have you spent? I'm not too sure right now. I don't have the, I'm on a different computer right now. <laughs> um, it's a local file where I save it basically. Uh, but it should probably be like at 120. So I think I said 120, didn't I? Um, oh, maybe. And Yeah, maybe that's right. I think I'm kind of breaking through those 120 this week. <laughs> okay, so you're like just about there where you're, you're close to have something hopefully that you yeah. can launch. And that, I mean, that was your goal. So that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'd probably go over the 120 a bit. Maybe it's even plus 20 or something but i still feel like that's i am pretty impressed with myself for for getting to the point where it is right now <laughs> pat yourself on the back yeah a little bit <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, no seriously though i didn't like expect it to to be at the point where it is right now it looks pretty it looks pretty awesome <laughs> um hey well that's good um so I guess what's your launch strategy or how are you going to, uh, yeah, basically get feedback on this MVP and what's like the next steps after you kind of finish it? So I have a couple of people in mind. Um, and I was recently talking to somebody who's who's teaching at a um, at one of those online boot camps. And that was very interesting to me because I didn't like, I didn't have that on my radar that groups of students could be a potential like potential customers um but apparently that's the case and so i have a couple of people in mind that i would like to just basically talk to and tell them hey here's this thing i built would you like mm -hmm. like would you want to hop on a call and sh let me show it to you or would you like try it out on your own um because i could probably have it at like a level where you could just sign up and it will there will be this little guided thing that will show you around basically um so yeah i think that's that's probably what i'm gonna do and just see if i can if i can get some some feedback from that um and apart from that i think probably going to do the the product hunch the product hunt thing this time like as with Nero, i didn't <laughs> i still haven't put it on on, <laughs> on product hunt um mm -hmm. but i think i'm going going to go that route with with playgroup this time just to get it in front of more people um, but yeah, I, st I still think there is, I need to spend a little more time with, with people privately and have them check it out privately, maybe even write, a, write, a, write an integration with Slack or even GitHub or GitLab, because I think integrations is what's, what's going to be interesting also in terms of, um, of reach actually, because if you, if you write an application or like an integration with Slack and it, it works pretty well, they will list that on their on uh, their application marketplace so yeah playgroup could benefit from that and um well same for other places i guess just like with github uh, because they display that and you, it basically increases reach of of playgroup i think so yeah that's i don't know if that's something that i need for the mvp right now or like if i should build that before like before officially launching or if i could just say hey here's an integration with slack but that's the only one right now and then just add integrations later i feel like that's a good idea probably mm -hmm. like not yeah. like not spend too much time uh developing integrations i don't know could also be 
could also be wrong <laughs> because because people expect to have those integrations and they they see it as a must-have feature i don't know hard to tell though yeah i could see <clears throat> i could see at least getting some feedback from that that i guess you said teacher for like some classroom like that sounds like a really good you know group of people to get feedback from or yeah, maybe starting out with some other people like that that start using it. That could give you uh, maybe just the feedback you need to then kind of move to the next step of like maybe build the integrations, maybe change your like marketing around it. Like, I don't know how you are planning on making your like copy for it. Um, but I could see all that really helping if you do launch it on product hunt, like basically making you ready for that part. Yeah. Cause then, you know, it's like, there's a lot of potential for, you know, just a lot of different people that could actually use it to actually see it at that point. So, um, I think it makes sense to do a little bit of feedback and getting some uh, interest hopefully before that maybe. Yeah. But, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exciting though. <clears throat> you're getting you're getting close. Yeah, I hope I can get like when this episode airs, <laughs> like get a landing page out already. Um, we'll need to think about good copy, I guess. Probably not the final one, but maybe just this like a little, I don't know, like a little teaser page, like telling the world what I'm working on. I think that would be a good idea to have that in like the next two weeks. Yeah, I'll probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. So yeah, that's uh, that's everything with Playgroup. Um, apart from that, Narrower is still alive. <laughs> I was actually still alive and well. Yeah, I was actually on the on the edge of just shutting it down, to be honest, um, because I cannot give it the attention that I that I would like to, uh, because there's just too much going on, and I'm trying to build the new thing. Um, so there was this for for people who were not logged in, they would see a error five hundred for a couple of days. And I was like, hmm, let's just keep it that way and see if anybody will, <laughs> if anybody notices. <laughs> <laughs> I actually received an email from somebody saying, hey, <laughs> the site is down. Did you notice? It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But I I kind of decided to fix it and just just let it sit there for a while now. Because I don't know, I, I don't see the need to shut it down, but I'm also not actively developing new features right now. So yeah, I'm still, I'm indecided if I should, like, if I'm spreading myself too thin, if I keep working on two things at the same time, I feel like it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, for me, like, Coffee Pass is still running. Um, and... I don't know what's changed, but the last, like, basically ever since we moved, the last, like, five weeks, I've gotten, like, no support issues or anything <laughs> for Coffee Pass, which is really nice. It's just kind of working on its own. Just It's just going. <laughs> well, that's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So... <clears throat> Yeah, let's see. So I guess jumping into my updates, I'm not, you know, working on anything yet. I don't have a, a business idea or something that I want to pursue completely yet. Um, 
basically what I've been doing though is really just thinking a lot about what I want to do, like where, what, like market I want to be in, um, kind of like what's my strategy for this next thing that I'm going to build. Um, I've been reading a lot of different entrepreneur books, um, like including the mom tests yeah. um, that we're going to talk about, which are just kind of informing my strategy of like how I want to move forward, I guess. Um, and I want to be careful though. Like I think uh, something that some entrepreneurs can get stuck into is just like always trying to learn more or like read more books or like <laughs> do all this stuff you know, listen to more podcasts before they start their business uh, just because they want, you know, they don't feel like they're ready or something. I definitely don't feel like that, like I'm in that place, even though I am, I am kind of just like trying to prepare myself basically. Um, I guess I'm more, I'm more in the spot of it's nice to just kind of relax and not feel like I have to get something out there right now. Um, just especially with all the new things um, that are going on, like with my job and stuff like that. Um, I am starting to feel a lot more comfortable at my day job, which is good. Like I'm I'm feeling like I'm able to, you know, jump in there, get stuff accomplished. And I'm not just like a newbie anymore <laughs> as much. Yeah, um, that's good. So that, so that feels good because then once, you know, once I have that kind of off my back, um, I think I'm more able to like feel like I can pursue you know a business or something else with my my time yeah that makes it easier for sure yeah so yeah I'm just kind of like preparing myself um with just what my strategy is going to be and so I guess what I'm thinking right now is I I really have liked the mom test and that's I guess this will go well into kind of moving into that but I really think that I want to follow that strategy with my next business. Like, I think I want to try to, you know, find a problem, uh, narrow down to like a problem that I want to solve, and then just like try to find, you know, I don't know, maybe five to 10 people that are very possible customers of this problem set, I guess, that they have the problem and they're just like, do kind of like customer interviews and really try to, um, yeah, just like really try to figure out where the pain points are and how, you know, I can solve that problem Mm -hmm. by just talking to people first. Um, and so that's really kind of my strategy right now. Yeah. I like that. Um, and so I guess the first steps will just be like getting the list of people, which I'm starting to have some people in mind and then, getting like the questions of like what are the main uh things i don't understand about the problem or yeah just like the main questions that i need to have to ask yeah those people so you have some people in mind already so that probably means that you're also decided on a on a specific group that you want to like build something for right (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's 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 smart of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, I'm not... Yeah, so like the problem is pretty generic right now. And I'm trying to narrow it down because I think it needs to be more narrow for me to be able to like have a solution for. I'm all for, basically, all for narrower. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But basically the problem is... It's, and it's not like a like a new problem. It's it's a very much so a problem that I think a lot of businesses experience, and a lot of people are also trying to solve. Um, and yeah, so the problem is basically just like customer feedback and like trying to get a direction for where you should where like help give a business direction based on customer feedback. Um, so kind of like product market fit kind of stuff, like answering mm-hmm. those kind of questions for businesses. Um, but like I was saying, like, I don't know, it's it's a pretty, yeah, generic kind of wide problem. And, and, and so it's kind of hard to know exactly how I can make a solution that like fits that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that is kind of where I want to go, though, because... Um, that was a problem that I definitely experienced at Coffee Pass, like just like getting lots of feedback from coffee shop owners and not <clears throat> not really knowing where I should, like what feedback I should listen to, what mm-hmm. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then also just like kind of knowing if we had product market fit or what steps we needed to take to get closer to product market fit. So if I can make a tool that kind of just made that easier for startups and like helped startups and businesses, I think that's something I would, I'd really enjoy doing. Um, cause I do care about businesses really interested about, uh, startups and businesses and like how they can succeed and grow. And, and so I think helping them would be, I think that'd be a really fun business. But yeah, I, I there's a lot of unknown in that, I guess. I have so many questions right now, but I guess you don't have many answers yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just be like, what about this? What about yeah. this? I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I probably should write them down. <laughs> I'll ask them at a later point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, maybe we can go through some of those later. That sounds like you've, I mean, you've you've decided on direction though, and I think that's, pretty exciting and i can't wait to see how the like if you if you get in touch with people how that goes i love to love to hear that already oh <laughs> uh, yeah and then maybe maybe you could be my first customer interview oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe you have some ideas some thoughts on problems around that space <laughs> yeah definitely um <laughs> So yeah, you're going to going to mom test the the hell out of the people, um, <laughs> and um, we were still going to talk a little bit, bit more about the mom test, I guess. Um, because one question, yeah, we can we, do that. One question we we didn't really answer, but there was like in the back of both our heads last time was if you could like use the mom test um, at a later stage, basically when you've already got a product and you. Like basically the question is, could you mom test single features in an existing application? Um, And I'm not super sure if that actually is answered in the book, but I feel that like, and that's probably just a gut feeling I have, that you could totally do that. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously before you start building the feature and maybe even before you you have a concrete idea um, how you're going to implement something. But because if you have got an existing product, I feel that it's easier to to tap into the well of 
of people already connected with the product and just ask them if they like if that's a, a problem worth solving even as narrow as just talking about a single feature like which is do you agree like would you would you say that you could basically just email a bunch of customers and ask them if you <laughs> like if they see value in in building something something new yeah i i think you definitely could um i think the one caveat is kind of that um you know if you already have a product you're most likely like you're going to want to talk to people that are using your product to mm -hmm. get feedback from them and stuff yeah and uh so the one caveat is that the mom test kind of talks about like not putting your idea out on the table mm -hmm. um, just because then you're kind of putting your pride out on the table. So then that person, they can't really just say <laughs> it's terrible or, you know, they, they'll, they'll more so lie to you because <laughs> of, yeah, that's true. They know that you built the idea and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think you could definitely do it where, maybe with like a new feature or going into like a new direction, asking questions about that, you know, even though you're a product that has maybe been around for a while. And in some ways you like using the mom test, you could get even more reliable data because you're, you know, you're talking, you're talking to users that have, have used your product in the past and there's like actual ways that they use it. And like, yeah actual specific ways of how they do things um <clears throat> and so you're not like having to ask them questions about how they use other tools or other things like you can yeah. actually be very specific um so i think as long as you can manage like leaving your pride out of it somehow i think you could get really good data and using the mom tests in those later stages yeah that's true i mean now that you said it it's i think it's pretty hard to like because you like if you want to validate if it's worth building a feature you already have it in mind i guess so that hmm, it might be actually hard to ask the right questions right there yeah <laughs> yeah i got maybe you got just gotta be smart about it and just <laughs> like don't ask obvious questions but more like how are you solving x right now and is that something that you could see yeah like us solving in a different way hmm. yeah <clears throat> yeah so i think yeah i think it's definitely possible um i think it's a good tool to have and just to know how to um talk to customers to get feedback um <laughs> which in one way uh you know talking about my idea or my problem that I want to solve like I'm I'm almost thinking like could I somehow <laughs> productize the mom test <laughs> yeah yeah in a way <laughs> you're like yeah you should do that <laughs> good nobody yeah good, I don't nobody know could see I'm not sure there. if that's possible <laughs> Let's just for a second come back to the <laughs> to your product idea. Um, like, do you like? Is there anything out there that you could compare to, like what's in your head right now? Like, would you say it's something like Intercom, where you have like direct, um, where you like directly interacting with your customers, or is like is that something that you're that they, that you're thinking about, or 
No. Um, <clears throat> I think it, it's more, it would be more so, I don't think it would be the feedback tool specifically. I think it would be kind of like a dashboard or basically a way to analyze the feedback that you're getting mm. from maybe a tool like intercom or other tools um, that then allows you like basically then allows you to analyze your feedback and kind of more so give you a direction of where you should go with it. That sounds interesting. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, again, I, the, the other thing is like, I'm trying to not narrow myself to a specific solution yet either. Like I'm, I want to try to stay at the problem for a while. Um, like thinking about the problem first before I just make myself like, Oh, I should do the solution because then I'm, I feel like I'd be, yeah, just, I, I basically, I just want to make sure that I'm listening to the problems and so that I'm, uh, building the solution based off the problem instead of in reverse. Yeah. It would be interesting to hear how people are doing that right now. Like how are they, like, what are they doing with the feedback they get? Do they actually like evaluate it and see what they get out of it yeah i, I <clears throat> yeah. definitely see some uh definitely see potential in that i think because if you've like especially if you get a lot of feedback probably makes it even even more worthwhile having such a tool mm -hmm. hmm. let's see so <laughs> jumping back to the mom test I, another question that we had was how many customers do you need to talk to to get reliable data yeah that's a tough one <laughs> yeah this has been something i've been thinking about just like within you know even my strategy that i've been thinking about that i was talking about um so i think obviously more obviously more is better <laughs> <laughs> if you could talk to everyone in the world i think you'd get a pretty good signal <laughs> well i guess actually that's not necessarily true because people could have conflicting ideas or conf conflicting feedback and maybe you want to focus on a specific niche yeah, so probably so you have to be able to kind of weed out <laughs> you have to be able to weed out the the niche you don't care about um so i think i feel like the the mom test like in the book it talked about kind of like keep talk keep asking the same questions until you feel like you've gotten the same answers and like you've you've heard stuff you, you're hearing things you've already heard kind of yeah um and so i think it basically it kind of depends like everyone you talk to is going to be different like and they're going to handle problems differently and so once you talk to enough people where you're starting to see some overlap i think that's kind of the point where it's like, okay, you have a pretty good idea of this group of people, what their problem is, how they solve it, what they're doing with it. And I think at that point, you're pretty good to then move on to another part of the problem or, you know, you're done maybe at that point. Um, I don't know. So I, I think it depends, but I could see it being maybe just like five, ten people I mean, more than that would probably be better, but I think you could get a pretty good idea with, you know, just, you know, around 10 people. Yeah, that's that's actually how I feel as well. It's like the the amount of people I can, like, reliably reach right now is probably around eight. 
So I, I'm aiming for that. Um, but I also know that eight people is not a lot. Um, mm -hmm. so I would probably even say that if you if you manage to get twenty five people. Um, I mean that already that 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 also obviously depends a lot on how many people you can actually reach. And for us both, that's probably hard <laughs> because we don't have a huge yeah. audience, so that's that's making it hard on harder for us. But I'd probably yeah. say like if you can if you can in get interviews with twenty five people, you will definitely hear um, a lot of the same things. And I think. Um, Yeah, because the way I did it with the, with the videos and basically reached those eight people and I got like four people saying A and four people saying B, hmm, then, you, then you're like left with, maybe maybe it should always be an odd number. <laughs> so, yeah. so you don't end up with like 50-50 or anything. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know how reliable that really is because it's just such a small number actually. Um, so yeah the more the better i'd actually agree with that but like don't go overboard with it as well like don't go talk to 200 people that's probably a waste of time at that point mm -hmm. yeah so then how do we how do we keep a clear signal from all these different customer interviews how do that's... we kind of know <laughs> know what to do with the data we're getting I'd still say that talk to as many people as possible. Try to generate new possibilities of interviews from those that you have in reach. Like if you talk to somebody, ask them who else you should talk to. Try setting up more mm -hmm. interviews and then just listen carefully to what is said repeatedly. Because that's basically the way that like when you approach it the way you're trying to, I feel that, um, that people will repeat what is worth solving i guess because they will basically just tell you what's the, what's the biggest pain point and if that keeps keeps popping up repeatedly i think that's that's basically the point where you're onto something yeah yeah i like that so it's like look for the patterns in yeah. the interviews that you're doing like if there's you know multiple people said this then it's like okay that's a pretty good mm -hmm. idea that that's a pain point or Or like I'm thinking, you know, if you're talking to people and you talk to one person and they are really kind of an outlier where like their answers yeah. are like, okay, this isn't even a problem for them or they solve it a completely different way, but they seem like they're really not normal. <laughs> then it's like almost like you can just ignore that person. <laughs> yeah. I think even more so if it, if like you reach more people and like it gets even more insignificant in that way, I guess. The outliers. Yeah. <laughs> I think also you do really have to be careful who you talk to. Like you have to kind of just know, is this a problem they experience or not? Because I think a lot of people like to give opinions about things. Like almost anyone can give, answer some questions about a product idea or, you know, about a problem. Like they might have opinions about it, but it's like, do they actually experience it? Because yeah, if like, they don't actually experience it, it's like probably shouldn't really listen to them. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can, but it's like they're kind of just guessing too at that point. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think really a good way to know, like to have a clear signal of like, should I listen to this information or not is does this person actually have the problem that I'm trying to solve? Yeah. 
So there needs to be this kind of potential to actually feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, and that's what's hard is because um especially like for our kind of like a bootstrapper where you're niching down, like it could be a pretty small niche. Like it might be hard to find those people that actually are experiencing the problem mm-hmm. you're solving. Um <clears throat> so yeah, it's I feel like it's hard like just to get five people to talk to that actually have the problem you're trying to you know solve I think could be difficult. Yeah. I think you just also have to get used to sometimes reaching out like cold emailing people <laughs> or just reaching out on Twitter to people you you think like are in your target audience and then just I mean what's the worst that can happen is that they just say no or I don't have time for that which is fine <laughs> just just find somebody else so i think that's like it's it's pretty hard because you just have to reach out and it's it's weird <laughs> um yeah but if if just like let's say you reach out to 10 people you don't know and just three of them will basically hop on a call with you that might actually be three really good interviews right there mhm even though it's weird i know from experience <laughs> yeah it definitely is I think what you were saying earlier, like having, you know, cold email, cold car, whatever, maybe you get your first couple that way, but hopefully after that, they can refer you to yeah, someone they know that also awesome. experiences the problem. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of just keep going down that thread <laughs> until yeah, that makes you, it easy. you get all your interviews in. Yeah. So how much time should we spend on customer interviews? That was kind of the last question that we hmm. wanted to go deeper into. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> um, I, I'd probably say, like, the way I did it with Playgroup right now, maybe I can elaborate on that example. So, bef- like, I built a basic HTML dummy just to, to have something to show, which took, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. a day or something. Then started reaching out to, like, eight people. Now I've spent those 120 hours basically building it. And now I will basically start another round of like showing it to people and gathering feedback and trying to be as mom testy about it as I can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which might be hard because I have something to show already. And that's, yeah, it's it's probably too late mostly. <laughs> um, but I'll try. Um and depending on what people say or the feedback that I get, I might actually iterate and make a third round, I guess, this time of, of gathering feedback. So I think it's you should probably spend some time on it, I guess. I, I couldn't like I couldn't say like spend eight hours on it. I don't know. Um like there's no 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 magic number, I guess. Um but just until yeah. the point where you where you feel like, hmm. So this could be something or nope, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with there's not like a magic number. Um, I mean, I think it kind of goes back to like spend the time that you need to to be able to get a clear signal of kind of what's the next move. Um, but I think... I think you could definitely a lot of entrepreneurs or we could fall into like do like doing too much uh customer questions and interviews and stuff to where it's like 
we 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 uh spend too much time on it maybe well i don't know it it kind of depends on the person i guess but um i guess for myself i could kind of see like not feeling like i have a clear plan or i'm just not feeling that uh like oh this is exactly how i'm going to do things and so you just keep on talking to people and trying to get feedback mm. before you actually make make any moves oh yeah i see so, like i don't think you want to take you know six months just talking (laughs) to people like eventually you need to build something yeah then you're just paralyzed and you're not yeah 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 you don't want to get paralyzed yeah right i think in some ways and i think he talked about this in the book is like you kind of want to do it side by side like you know do the mom test a little bit learn some info and then start building based on that and then once you build it go back to the mom (laughs) tests learn a little more sounds like i accidentally build a little more (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's and i think he talked about that in the book like i think that's a good way to do it um you know you don't want to like you want to be informed on what you're building i guess and so if you're yeah if you're not then maybe it's a good time to like go get some feedback um, from some people yeah so it's probably Um, just doing both at the like at the right time or when you feel like it's the right time but not get caught up in just collecting feedback or just building like a crazy person and not not knowing who you're building for. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like you need, yeah, you need both. Um, hmm. I really liked, uh, so this was, I think a quote from the book. It says a good meeting gives you facts, commitments and advancements, possibly insights into their buying process. And a bad meeting gives you compliments, fluff and opinions. Um, I don't know, so I thought that was just kind of like a good <laughs> quote from the book to end with to just like kind of have like a, a a way to know like was this a good customer interview like am I doing the mom test correctly <laughs> or not yeah based on what they're saying and I thought it was really interesting that compliments is a bad thing yeah because, just, just ignore them <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like typically like we love compliments it's like oh you love my product you said that it looks amazing great <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah that basically his point is that you know if someone's just complimenting you they're they're probably lying to you and just trying to make you feel good um and they're not really because sh- you know that's easy for them to do there's no string strains attached they're not signing up for something or saying oh i'm gonna do this there's no commitment there yep um so yeah i thought that was pretty interesting and definitely it was helpful for me to think about like yeah how to get feedback in the correct way yeah same (laughs) let's see so any other thoughts about the mom tests before we wrap it up i think that's it we can wrap it up for today All right. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in another episode. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.